This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time A reading from the Book of Wisdom. There is no God besides you who have the care of all that you need show you have not unjustly condemned. For your might is a source of justice. Your mastery over all things makes you lenient to all. For you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity. But through you are a master of might. You judge with clemency, and with much lenience you govern us. For power, whenever you will, attends you. And you taught your people by these deeds that those who are just must be kind. And you gave your children good grounds for hope that you would permit repentance for their sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm, Lord, you are good and forgiving. Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are good and forgiving abounding in kindness to all who call upon you. Hearken, O Lord, to my prayer, and attend to the sound of my pleading. Lord, you are good and forgiving. All the nations you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and glorify your name. For you are great and you do wondrous deeds. You alone are God. Lord, you are good and forgiving. You, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and fidelity, Turn toward me and have pity on me. Give your strength to your servant. Lord, you are good and forgiving. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings, and the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowd, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all throughout the wheat and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No, if you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. He proposed another parable to them. 
The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that a person took and sowed in a field. It is the smallest of all seeds, yet when full grown, it is the largest of plants. It becomes a large bush, and the birds of the sky come and dwell in its branches. He spoke to them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed with three measures of wheat flour until the whole batch was leavened. All these things Jesus spoke to the crowds in parables. He spoke to them only in parables to fulfill what had been said through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will announce what has lain hidden from the foundation of the world. Then dismissing the crowds, he went into the house. His disciples approached him and said, Explain to us the parables of the weeds in the field. He said in reply, He who sows good seed is the son of man. The field is the world and the good seed, the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are angels. Just as weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The son of man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all who cause others to sin and all evildoers. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I would like to welcome everyone back to the commentary for the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time and also welcome back my children Colleen and Eamon into the studio this month. And while I have you here, uh, we have decided I want to take advantage of this and uh, have a little bit of a Catholic education minute. Again, really stress the importance of a strong Orthodox Catholic education for the families out there. And so we are spending each week with a different question. So this week's question, what are some of the biggest benefits of a Catholic college and or homeschooled education? So Eamon, you get the first uh, first dibs tonight on that. Yes, I do. Um, so for me, my education really helped me uh, have exposure to thought, I guess, in a way, to great, the great works like Iliad or stuff like that to um, further increase knowledge where in schools today, I don't, don't quote me on this because I don't actually go to school uh, like those, but I don't think they even have P anymore, do they? I, I'm not sure about that. I'm I don't sure think they read that, the Iliad. But they don't read the Iliad. <laughs> they don't, you don't really, uh, uh, where am I going with this? Or even things like rhetoric or logic yeah, or other things like that. They're logic. part of a classical liberal arts education. Yeah. 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 That is lacking in today's society. Yeah. Colleen, what about you? Yeah. So um, as I went off to college, I that's that's a crucial point in Catholic education. Um, and thankfully, dad ensured I went to a Catholic college, not just a name. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> so I went all the way to Kansas. And, and on, on that note, uh, just for folks who maybe have... Uh, children in high school, there is a organization called the um, Cardinal Newman Society that produces a Newman guide uh, of all of the actual Orthodox Catholic colleges in the in the country. So f- please feel free to look that up and uh, you'll get some great resources there. Yeah. So at college, um, I really was able to take an ownership of my faith and seeing it as my own not just something adults do or you do on Sunday or, you know, priests do, um, but something that everyone at any point in your life can do. And the homeschool 
uh, education prepared me for communication because I wasn't just surrounded by kids my own age all the time. I was surrounded by my older siblings, my younger siblings, adults. Um, so with that, I was able to develop the skills necessary to communicate with people of all ages, not just my peers. Um, and that's a really valuable skill that I've grown to appreciate mm. as yeah. I've grown older. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, today we read from the Book of Wisdom. Uh, wisdom means fidelity to the law of God. And, and scripture shows that while God is all-powerful, he is just and merciful and not corrupt. And we see that really well exemplified in our readings today. Of course, the human tendency is to be corrupted by power. Folks may be familiar with the infamous Lord Acton quote, Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Great men are almost always bad men. But we see the beauty and the wisdom and the uh, leniency and the grace of God in this book of wisdom today. And I, I want to take just a minute here to kind of contrast the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of man. Uh, you know, God's wisdom is all-knowing and all-powerful, yet he wields that power very delicately as we are sinful and fragile. And we may experience retributive justice, but he is never unjust. And I think that if I go back to wisdom chapter one and two, we see the difference between the wisdom of God and the wisdom of man. In wisdom one, God says this, for he fashioned all things that might have being and the creatures of the world are wholesome. But then as it moves into wisdom uh, book chapter two, the wicked, the earthly reject immortality and righteousness alike. And I'll pick a few things out of here out of wisdom too. For not thinking rightly, they said among themselves, brief and troubled is our lifetime and there's no remedy for our dying. Come therefore, let us enjoy the good things that are here. Make us use of creation with youthful zest. Let us oppress the righteous poor. Let us neither spare the widow nor revere the aged for hair grown white with time. But let our strength be our norm of righteousness. And this is what we need to, as today, we need to fight against to bring again that wisdom of God back into our politics, back into our societies, back into our schools to really create a righteous society again. Yeah. And this reading perfectly shows that God is not some wishy-washy dude floating in the skies. Like he is powerful. He is ready to come when he is needed. As it says, for you show your might when the perfection of your power is disbelieved. And in those who know you, you rebuke temerity, which is, temerity is like audacity, which is reckless boldness. So we we should know, we know better how to act. And God's not, you know, he's not hesitant to show that we, you know, we messed up. Um, but he's also just like a child, very gentle, and merciful in his um, direction. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and thankfully he is. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Now we'll go ahead and move into the second reading. We are also uh, again in Romans eight, life in the spirit. And Amen, you had a few comments on on this reading today. Yeah, quoting from this reading, the spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought. How many times have we? prayed for a, a favor in times of trouble, but, you know, maybe you forgot about God in times of peace and comfort. You know, how can our love for God be chained by ingratitude in that way? Uh, we should practice prayer at all times, you know, pray unceasingly. Prayer is powerful and can be a path towards sainthood. 
Yeah. And and going off that same reading where the spirit does not come to the uh, spirit comes to the aid of our weakness, it's uh, the recognition that human aspirations will never reach their mark without assistance. And as humans living in Christ, we are actually called to participate in the divine actions of God. And we could only do that because, you know, human nature is nowhere near the divine nature. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, he elevates us in order to perform divine actions with God. Yeah, and, and I wish this uh, reading had took the next verse. With This reading ends at verse 27. Verse 28, really on your point there, Colleen, we, and it says this, we know that in everything God works for good with those who love him. And what really a beautiful prayer of hope that that verse brings. Yeah, so thank you for that. In our uh, gospel today, we are uh, once again having Christ speak to everyone and the people in parables. Yeah, uh, and in this case... The world is the field where the weeds and the, the wheat grow. Hopefully, we are the wheat and not the weeds. Um, but it's really striking that the farmer and God purposely left the weeds among the wheat. And he does this so that the wheat would not be disturbed, where he would lose some of the wheat. And through those you know, tribulations, hardships, works of the devil, which are the weeds, we actually become better kernels of wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. And, and you know, of course, there's three ways to understand heaven in this gospel. You talk about the wheat seed. Of course, number two is the mustard seed and then the yeast. I actually want to close today with just focusing on the mustard seed and bring in the wisdom of C.S. Lewis. He's always a good one to bring in here. <laughs> and, and he took this second one, the mustard seed, and he substituted the word virus for mustard seed. And what he calls Christianity is a good infection. And it's a good analogy because it really teaches us seven things through this gospel today. First is that Christianity is not an ism, but an entity. You know, no one believes in Christianism, uh, where you might believe in, say, Marxism or something like that. But um, Christianity is definitely as real and concrete as a virus. Secondly, like a virus, Christianity is invisible to the naked eye, but visible only to the eye that utilizes the microscope of faith. Third, Christianity is highly infectious and it spreads by contact. Fourth, Christianity grows because it is alive and it can grow very quickly and powerfully from a small thing like a mustard seed. Fifth, Christianity changes every part of your life. Nothing is safe. From Christianity. Sixth, Christianity has no limit. It expands forever wherever there's a space made for it. And seventh, Christianity is stoppable only by a vaccine. There are no fa- uh, you know, effective weapons against it, but things that are such as compromises and contraception. And so many things we need to let that mustard seed grow in our lives and in the gospel today. And indeed, that will bring justice to our society. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.